Good evening, hyvää ilta, happy Thanksgiving, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, or wherever you've gone for this long weekend, but I know that circumstances may prevent that from being the case. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found on Vancouver's Hungry Hungry Hippo, a community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, where our frequency races in spirit with our friends over at the University of Victoria, and they are CFUV. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet continues to emit noisy waves for everyone to hear. And our signal descends deep into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023, at least in British Columbia and Alberta. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you'll find the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads of past episodes, along with links to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find the Exploding Head Movies podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geostaven, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Or those times you can't listen live to the radio, or then the shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be collecting all these leftover bones for the next two hours, so throw it in a pot, we'll get stew going. You should receive your complimentary and newly regulatory gravy boat for this episode, just in conjunction with this broadcast. If not, well, a gravy dinghy may suffice. A gravy yacht might seem excessive here, but I don't know what kind of volumes everyone's dealing with, let alone the giblet ratio to life jackets. Please note this is a pre-recorded show made in the home office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in. CITR remains closed for month eight now due to the coronavirus pandemic. But you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com with questions, comments, submissions, feedback, suggestions, or anything pertaining to the show world of music, movies, TV, video games, or whatever else I happen to play. Just make sure it's short, sweet, and to the point. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100 Aaron, on Instagram, I am myopic man. So it's still October, and we'll continue on with our horror theme as we listen to Michael Nyman and Damon Albarn's score to the 1999 Western horror film Ravenous. Riffs on tales like The Donner Party, and the Wendigo myth. So cannibalism and Thanksgiving feels both so right and oh so wrong. And for long-time listeners, Ravenous is going to harken back to some early work here, and I'll talk more about that once we get into that part of the show. Otherwise, the Vancouver International Film Festival is now over, and with its virtual configuration in place, hopefully we're able to catch as many films as you could possibly, either at home on your device, and maybe you went into an odd theatrical presentation with some well-distanced effects there. So I managed to catch six films this time around, which is a record for me, though there were still dozens more I wanted to watch, and the Viv Connect app, at least for uh, gold subscription members, 
will show other films throughout the year. In the background, this is Lossal from the Vancouver producer's 2014 album Sea Island. This is Sea Island Murders. Lossal's latest is this year's Faults, Coasts, Lines, amongst a handful of singles. And there's actually a re-release, too, of the 2011 album Coast Range Arc. Now, in light of COVID-19, it can be hard to be thankful for much. Seemingly every profound problem in existence is happening right now, ranging from all the personal, mental, and economic ramifications of being locked down for almost seven months now, at least for some of us, leading to eight, maybe even nine elsewhere. There's also the rise of authoritarianism and its resultant decrease in neighborly empathy. There's climate meltdown. In BC here, we've now had over 10,000 cases tied to COVID-19, currently averaging over 100 new cases each day. There's no sign of this abating anytime soon. Until everyone gets access to a vaccine, it'd be hard to expect what we did a year ago this time, and it's hard to imagine how the next year will look too. But we can still be thankful for what we have, and I'm thankful I can still produce two hours of random songs every week for you, though it can feel like a chore in the midst of making it, but it's rewarding to hear, and hopefully I get a chance to share something fun for you in light of strange times. I'm also equally grateful that you would bother spending any of your precious time listening to this. I'm also thankful for those who are doing their utmost to keep what little we have running here in society, so thanks to all the nurses, doctors, hospital staff, grocery workers, pharmacists, retail and service folks, those that stock and deliver goods along with everyone else who do their best and keep everything working here. And if you're on the front line, you do deserve more than an extra dime. Also, thanks to those who have donated time, energy, money, and whatever gifts you have to those with less luck than you. I know food banks worldwide are seeing a spike in usage. And I know that uh, open kitchens are in the same boat as they prepare warm meals for those who require them. Hopefully you can be thankful for your health, your ability to roll with what you have during this pandemic, and be close as safely as possible to those dear to you. And I'm sure you have many reasons to be thankful as well, so think about those and embrace them. Thanksgiving offers us a bit of an intro here before we talk about some more recent deaths in the music world. We actually started the show off with Windsor, Ontario's Tire Swing Company. Off their 2015 release, Time Away, we heard Thanksgiving. Tire Swing Co. is led by Stephen Oltian Lapp, and their latest is a one-off song that came out in 2016. It's called Bridge Mike. So we got two songs here that don't directly relate to what uh, normal meals you're expecting Thanksgiving are, but it's an unconventional year. You may be improvising with some favorites. And we'll start off with Louder Than Death. It's the latest project by former Montrealer, current Berlin rocker King Khan, who's known for working in bands like The Shrines and The Barbecue Show. Louder Than Death, otherwise known as LTD, includes Luch Vibrato, and Aggie Sonora, both of the legendary Bordeaux, France band Magnetics, and they're on guitar and drums, and there's Fredovich, the mighty organ surfer of the Shrines, and then Sean of the band The Spits also joins in a couple songs on their debut album. That's 2019's Stop and Fick Dich. From that album, here is LTD, with spicy chicken, in case you do not have or did not eat any turkey this weekend, or tofurkey, or ham, or whatever comfort food that you associate with the autumn season. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, and remember to save your fork. 
there will be pie.
Fony avec Quebec BBQ. And that's from the soundtrack to the Quebecois 1970 satire, Quebec My Love. Otherwise known in French as Un Succès Commercial. Known in other markets as The Struggle for Love. Quebec My Love was directed by Jean-Pierre Lefebvre. And it's a satire about a woman named Quebec who has an affair with three men representing Ottawa, Washington, and bilingualism amidst other tales of the entertainment industry and voyeurism. Quebec My Love was a controversial film whereby the Ontario Censor Board requested edits of its explicit sexuality. This led to a crisis at the Canadian Film Awards regarding a perception of a bias towards Quebec filmmakers, and that eventually led to the cancellation of the 1973 and 1974 awards ceremonies. Eventually those awards became the Genies, and what we now know as the Canadian Screen Awards, when those awards were combined with the Geminis for TV. As for La Fournie, they were a Montreal freeform jazz collective inspired by beat poetry. They only released four albums, and they were incrementals of threes in the titles, so their final one was 3333. And uh, the act featured a ragtag collective of over 30 artists. Behind me, this is Edward and Alex Van Halen from the soundtrack to the 1996 film Twister. This is Respect the Wind. There's another song on that soundtrack by the full band Van Halen and their Sammy Hagar configuration. And, of course, that film about Tornado did not feature a shark in it at all. Eddie Van Halen recently passed away, and his name gave name to the hard rock band that felt both serious based on Eddie's musicianship and then silly based on a good portion of their song's lyrics. Quick summary of Van Halen. Formed by Eddie, who's the guitarist, and his brother Alex on drums, their dad was a Dutch jazz musician who helped them get into music, though they veered away from the piano and classical music, and into rock. They formed a band with another friend on bass in 1972 called Genesis. It's not the band you're thinking of. And eventually they recruited the person who owned the sound system they always rented their gear from to become their singer. That was David Lee Roth. In 1974, they found a replacement bassist named Michael Anthony. They changed their name to Mammoth after discovering Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins' band named Genesis. Eventually, it became Van Halen, based on the power of their last name. And after playing the Pasadena and Los Angeles party scene, they got a record contract, and they got famous for their concerts, their videos, their tour writer, and a lot of virtuoso guitar work. They had famous songs that were good, like Hot for Teacher and Panama, and then bad songs, personally to me, like Jump and Right Now. And we'll go with this jam off their darker 1981 album, Fair Warning, which uh, includes a weird vocal bit from the producer Ted Templeman and uh, questions about getting leg. Otherwise, then we'll follow up with a cute little cover. So here's Van Halen with Unchained. Unchained. 
Listening to C I T R 101.9 Vancouver. God damn it, baby, no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. A groin grabbingly great station.
The Bird and the Bee, off this year's Interpreting the Masters, Volume 2, a tribute to Van Halen. And that's a full album covering songs across all the band's eras. That was The Bird and the Bee's takes of the opener off the self-titled 1978 debut by Van Halen. We heard Running with the Devil. The Bird and the Bee are L.A. indie band known for their song again and again and again and again. They've done a full artist tribute before. In 2010, it was Volume 1, a tribute to Daryl Hall and John Oates. In the background, this is the L1011 from their 2008 album, These Promises Are Being Videotaped. This is, I like Van Halen because my sister says that they are cool. Van Halen, the band, existed in three configurations. David Lee Roth, who then left in 1985, though he's joined for various one-off reunions and he's considered the de facto current singer. Then Sammy Hagar during their more serious years. And then the weird aberration featuring Gary Sharon from Extreme. One poorly thought or executed time. Eventually, Michael Anthony left Van Halen, and he was replaced by Eddie's son Wolfgang Van Halen in 2006. Eddie Van Halen was famous for doing the guitar solo in Michael Jackson's song Beat It, including rewriting part of it for his solo, all for the cost of only a case of beer and then learning how to dance from Michael Jackson. Van Halen also held patents for his modified guitars, and he was a big geek when it came to music engines and electronics. And he was also known for not listening to any current music at all. And Edward Ludwig Van Halen died from tongue cancer, which he had been fighting off and on for 20 years on October 6th this year, and he was 65 years old. Also recently leaving us, Johnny Nash. Rare American reggae singer born in Houston back in 1940, but he moved to Jamaica in 1965 to form a publishing company with his manager. They managed to sign acts like Bob Marley. Nash did the theme to the wackily bad 1960s cartoon The Mighty Hercules, featuring the very unmighty centaur Newton. Herc! Herc! Break the bear! But, um, yeah, Johnny Nash died October 6th this year from natural causes. He was 80 years old. From his 1972 album, I Can See Clearly Now, which features the smash hit song of the same name. And at one point, the rain will be gone. Anyways, here's Johnny Nash with a Bob Marley song. This is Guava Jelly.
John Randolph Marr, off his 1970 self-titled album that was Hello LA, Bye Bye Birmingham. You can find that on the Light in the Attic compilation from last year called Country Funk 1969-1975, and the version you most probably know of that was done by Nancy Sinatra. The song was written by Mac Davis, full name Scott Mac Davis, a singer-songwriter out of Lubbock, Texas, Wrote a lot of songs for Elvis Presley, including A Little Less Conversation, In the Ghetto, Memories, and Don't Cry Daddy. And he had his own solo career in the 70s with songs like Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me and One Hell of a Woman. I almost played one of his songs that also appears in the country funk compilation, but I have to contextualize it based on some of the language used in the lyrics, so I'll hold off on that for now. Mac Davis died following some heart surgery on September 29th this year. He was 78 years old. You're listening to Exploding Emmys here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Behind me, this is Galt McDermott, and from his soundtrack to the 1969 film Woman is Sweeter, this is Cathedral. I really should have dug up Van Halen's mystical-sounding song of the same name, where Eddie Van Halen's guitar almost sounds like it's an organ, but I'll save that for another time. But otherwise, let's get into some newer music here. And we'll go with Bat for Lashes, as the alias of Natasha Khan. And I thought I had shared songs off her fifth album, Lost Girls, when it came out last year, but it's actually been a while since I've spun any of her music. 
Lost Girls was inspired by 1980s culture, along with a story about a missing girl named Nikki. And this would fit in easily with The weekend's most recent album, After Hours. But from 2019's Lost Girls, here is Bat for Lashes, with what feels like a reference to the Tony Scott vampire film with Catherine Deneuve, Susan Sarandon, and David Bowie. This will be The Hunger.
Montreal, Le Sombre, from this year's Maison Dieu EP, this is Persephone. Le Sombre is Lissandre Menard, a Montreal-based musician who is also a member of the band The Ludies. She also tours with Girl Ray, and she also acts. Lissandre studied piano at the Royal Academy of Music in England, and it seems like that's where most of her music is based. And Maison Dieu, debut EP comes out through the Shivy Shivy label. In the background, the artist that we profiled last week, this is Paul Zaza, off his 1977 album Zaza, this is Gravy Boatman. So in Exploding Head Movies episode 525, we shared music from his scores to the horror films like My Bloody Valentine and The Brain, and if you missed out, do check out the episode on the Exploding Head Movies show page. Just go to www.citr.ca. You can see the track listing and listen to the audio on the page, or then subscribe to the podcast. Exploding Head Movies is on Apple Music, Stitcher, Deezer, Spotify, iHeart, Geosaven, or whatever tool you use to subscribe and download podcasts to your device. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. And for new releases, Alexandra Harwood's score to All Creatures Great and Small is available. There's an expanded edition of Clark's soundtrack to Daniel Isn't Real, and that's available through Deutsche Grammophone. Otherwise, the Dorman is scored by Aldo Schlaku, and that's out through Lakeshore Records. Martin Hornfeth provides the music to Estonia, referring to the ferry boat that sank in the Baltic Sea several years ago. And Catherine Dern's original score to Fearless is also out this week. Stephen Price scored the film Over the Moon, that's out through Milan Records. And then San Mao, The Desert Bride. The score is composed by Mark Timon Barcello, and it's out through Movie Score Media. John Avarese provided the music to the special, it's out through Plaza Mayor. Mati Bai provided the music to Tove, a biopic about the creator of the Moomin Trolls. And then Daniel Pemberton provides the soundtrack to The Trial of the Chicago 7, that's out through Varessa Saraband this week. On the re-release front, there's a mixture of horror films amongst other stuff throughout here, but definitely very nostalgic. There's a limited edition of 2,000 copies of Harry Manfredini and Fred Rollins' music from Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood, and it's out through La La Land Records. That label is also re-releasing Brian Banks's and Anthony Marinelli's music from Graveyard Shift, which is available in a limited edition of 1,000 copies. Howard Blake Ghost Stories, scored by Howard Blake, limited edition of 500 units through Dragon's Domain Records this week. Otherwise, Bill Conti's original score to The Karate Kid Part 2 has been expanded, and La La Land Records is putting a limited edition of 3,000 copies available. There's an expanded version of John Williams' score to War of the Worlds out through Entrada this week. Otherwise, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, the original score by Alan Silvestri, and the various artists that help out with the soundtrack have separate leases through MCA. Otherwise, Stu Phillips' score to Knight Rider. Dun 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 dun. The talking car. Versus Urband is putting out a limited edition of 2,000 copies this week. And then Gilmel's score to The Sentinel. La La Land Records will be releasing a limited edition of 3,000 copies of that. Now, time for some Mians. Although, as I've learned, you don't pronounce it that way. It's spelled M I apostrophe E N S. But just to think of yourself. As a cockney scamp, it's mittens. Mittens. Not mittens, but mittens. 
Anyways, it's the Vancouver duo of Kim Glennie on guitar, Loops, and Moog, and then Evan Hagen on percussion. Their math rock has been a part of the local scene here in Vancouver for many years, and this year they signed to the legendary label Kill Rockstars for their third album, Future Child. All those albums and their 2013 demo EP are now reissued by that label, and we're going to listen to a song off the new album. So off of Future Child, here is Mittens with French Disco. And it's not a cover of one of my favorite Stereolab songs, alas, even though they spell it, Disco with a K. You're listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on UBC campus. Streaming live at www.citr.ca. Otherwise, we're on Telesoptic, channel 7023.
There is currently no vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. You can protect yourself and help prevent spreading the virus to others if you Wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Cover your nose and mouth with a disposable tissue or flexed elbow when you cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact, 1 meter or 3 feet, with people who are unwell. Stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if you feel unwell. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. Monitor yourself for common symptoms of COVID-19, like a fever, cough, or shortness of breath. Call a health professional if you're experiencing these symptoms. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all. Be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Make sure to catch. <laughs> All right, I gotta make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight?
Phoebe Bridgers, the title track to her 2020 sophomore album, Punisher. Bridgers was busy leading up to that album, working on projects like Supergroup's Boy Genius and then the Better Oblivion Community Center. And uh, she recorded some songs during sound checks while touring. She also found inspiration from the death of her beloved dog, Max. Punisher takes its name from a musician in-joke about an overzealous fan who lingers at the merch table too long. And Bridgers pictured herself doing the same with the late singer-songwriter Elliot Smith. And Bridgers has a lot of recording parallels to Smith, even down to double-tracking her vocals like he did. Bridgers has done a lot of promotional work tied to Punisher, appearing on many talk shows, although remotely distanced, or broadcasting from home or an undisclosed location. And one thing that's jumped out is her recent apparel involving a tracksuit skeleton outfit, which feels totally like the perfect outfit for 2020. And behind me, this is Valium Agiline from this year's Black Moon compilation through the Numero Group. This is Here Comes the Black Moon. Valium Agiline was the side project of the 1990s San Jose band Duster. It trips on a space rock vibe by improvised music. And Valium Agiline's 1998 album Here Kommt der Schwarzmund, which is German for Here Comes the Black Moon, is part of the re-release of Black Moon, so there's multiple bonus tracks of the era, including this one, although I didn't fully translate every German title into its English equivalent here. Cosmic Darkness Galore. Now, Bridget Dawson, she's a former member of the prolific California band The O.C.'s, known for her whimsical harmonies, along with a long stretch with the freaky garage rock band until 2018, and she formed a band called The Mother's Network, and they recorded their debut album Ballet of Apes in Australia, San Francisco, and Brooklyn. It's as dark and weird as you'd expect from the OCs connection. The OCs, now known as OCs, also have a new album out called Protein Threat. But from Ballet of Apes, here are Bridget Dawson and the Mother's Network with Is the Season for New Incarnations. Thank you. 
nothing to it I'm gonna love you through it I've run away before But I'm not running anymore I'm not running anymore Take the stones out of the house Does them good to leave them out And ask the moon for an opening up for us I do it all the time I do it all the time I'm not running anymore Not looking out that open door May I remind you No one's keeping score So what are you dying for? I've changed the water I've drank the wine I light a candle for our love It takes a certain kind Takes a certain but I'm not trying to tame a lion I wanna be caressed Yes, there's a little magic in my hat But I'm no sorceress Guess, but I'm no sorceress. 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 A woman with a silver heart at best. Ooh.
Jess Williamson with the title track to this year's A Sorceress album. Williamson is an Austinite now based in Los Angeles, and she's got a grounded approach to the occult, mostly teasing what she's capable of. But that fourth album continues on with her streak of solid songwriting. Williamson is one of the acts appearing on a recent compilation called To the People of the Land, Carrizo Comacrudo Solidarity. Tied to supporting the Texas indigenous peoples fighting against liquid natural gas pipelines and terminals crossing through their sacred land. Other artists helping out with the Carrizo and Comacrudo tribes, otherwise known as the Estocna people. There's uh, previously unreleased tracks by Big Thief, Little Wings, Sharon Van Etten, and Black Belt Eagle Scout. This album is only available through the Keeled Scales Bandcamp page until early November, so jump on it to help out the people who lived before the colonizers arrived. In the background, this is Micah Levy. From her score to the 2017 anime Delete Beach, this is Interlude 2. We've done past profiles on Levy before here on Exploding Head Movies. Under the Skin in episode 254 from March 2015. The Oscar-nominated Jackie, so that's Exploding Head Movies 351 from February 2017, and then Monos from episode 478, which aired October last year. Michael Levy recently scored the insane true-life comedy drama stripper film Zola, which has no soundtrack released yet. And more importantly, she's reunited with her band Good Sad, Happy Bad, formerly known as Mikachu and the Shapes, for her new song Shades, which will be the title track to a new album due this week. Alondra Galopa, they're a band hailing from Granada in Spain, and they've been kicking around with their own music for quite some time. This summer, they recorded the Spanish version of a Simon and Garfunkel classic. Here's Alondra Galopa with their take on the sound of silence. This is El Sonido del Silencio.
Zola, Jesus. Off of 2017's Akovi, we heard Vecca. Zola Jesus is the alias of Nika Rosa Danilova, born Nicole Rose Hummel, and she recorded Okovi in her hometown of Merrill, Wisconsin, after a bout of depression. Most recent released is a live album that came out this year based on a 2018 performance at the Roadburn Festival in the Netherlands. And behind me, this is Alicia Crampton from this year's Orcorara 2010. This is Secret Ravine. Crampton is a musician, composer, producer, and poet with Aymara roots, and that's one of the indigenous tribes from the Andes in South America. She lives in Riverside, California, and she juggles themes of Aymara survival, Latin culture, LGBTQ themes, science fiction, and religion. Ravens will be our theme here before we get into the soundtrack to the 1999 film Ravenous, and we'll begin with recent music from Vancouver legend Destroyer. His 2020 album, Have We Met, had its vocals recorded quietly on a laptop in his kitchen at night, born of isolation before we all self-isolated, and the music played by collaborators John Collins and Nicholas Bragg. Dan Bahar, the man behind Destroyer, was influenced by films like White Nights and Pretty in Pink, so there's a bit of a spooky film noir element here, as his grotesque lyrics just float from his consciousness. From Have We Met, here's Destroyer, with The Raven. Look at the world around you Actually, no, don't look Just stay here in the city of the dying embers. The petite terror train that thought that it could. We throw the game and oh how it feels so good to be drunk on the field again. To be drunk on the field. What do you do with this? 
For whom have you been saving? What do you do with it? For whom have you been saving? Oh yes, you've been good to me in your way That's what I'll write about when I write about the raven That's what I'll write about when I write about the raven Give blood voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM.
Devours. Going back to a very early release, 2014's 21st and Main, we heard Ravenous. The most recent album from the Vancouver Rite, otherwise known as Jeff Cascade, is 2019's Iconoclast. In the background, this is Michael Nyman and the Michael Nyman Band from the 2015 soundtrack Warwork, eight songs with film. This is The Engine Turns. Nyman-based Warwork on poetry from World War I, Max Pugh edited video footage from French, German, and American film archives to present a voiceless document, allowing soldiers from over 100 years ago to stand based on footage featuring themselves. We had a past profile on Michael Nyman here on Exploding Head Movies episode 320 from April 2014 tied to his soundtrack to Gattaca. And I need to profile Terry Gilliam's film Brazil apparently, though my early archives are shaky, which ties into a bit of discussion I'll cover shortly here. But yes, the 1999 film Ravenous is our profile this week. It was eventually directed by Antonia Bird, who replaced original director Milko Manchevsky, who was fired by Fox producers three weeks into filming, and then Raja Gosnell, who was rejected by the cast when initially selected on day one. The film starred Guy Pierce and Robert Carlyle in a black comedy about a soldier who fakes his death to capture a Mexican base during the Mexican-American War. He's then exiled to a lone military outpost in the Sierra Nevadas one cruel California winter, where rumors of a wagon train murder lead to cannibalism and the Native American myth of the Wendigo, as unnatural forces require a continued taste for human flesh. Ravenous found inspiration from the story about the Donner Party and Alfred Packer, a Colorado prospector that also inspired the Matt Stone and Trey Parker 1993 film Cannibal, the musical. Predating the cartoon South Park by a few years, I need to find that sprightly soundtrack. Ravenous was scored by Damon Alburn, famous from bands like Blur and Gorillaz, and Michael Nyman. And I'll talk about how their split duties work out here. And in full disclosure, when I talk about shaky archives, this will be our second time listening to cues from Ravenous, because back in the days when the show was known as Radio Free Gak, episode 13 from April 2008 featured some cues. I'm only going to recycle one of them here, so this will have previously unaired music to share with you. We're going to start off here with what seems to be Michael Nyman from Ravenous. This will be Hail Columbia.
From their score to Ravenous, we heard Michael Nyman and Damon Auburn there. We started off with Michael Nyman, the Michael Nyman Band, performing a version of the old American patriotic song, Hail Columbia. Then we heard the accordion loop cue there of Cole Coon's story, referring to the mysterious person who shows up to Fort Spencer with tales of a murder leading to further mystery. That was written by Damon Alburn, but it features the Michael Nyman Band performing there. Then we heard what appears to be Michael Nyman, since the credits I have are pretty shaky with regards to the soundtrack. The cue was Stranger at the Window. Then apparently Alburn again with Let's Go Kill the Bastard. Then we definitely heard Michael Nyman with our closing number, Cannibal Fantasy. Nyman went on record that Alburn provided 60% of the score to Ravenous, though only some of the credits were cited, and it's based on the DVD commentary that Damon Alburn did. The Michael Nyman band played on all but three of the cues. Two of the others were performed by Foster's Social Orchestra, a non-musician band in the style of the notorious Portsmouth Sinfonia, which means that amateur musicians with minimal training play the instruments. So that would match what you expect a lot of army forts to have. Then there was one piece sung by Quiltman when it comes to the tale of the Wendigo. And Quiltman is a singer from the Warm Springs Reservation in Oregon. He's got one album to his name, and that's 1999's Three Sisters, referring to the names of the mountains near his home. Ravenous was a box office bomb when it came out, as people couldn't handle the tonal differences between a historic western, along with cannibal horror, and a comedy. But all the directors complained of micromanagement by the studio, which included removal of the theatrical cut for director Antonia Burt and the introduction of narration. The film was critically acclaimed, and the film story has its own cult around it, as subsequent films have questioned American expansion in kind of a gory vein and Nyman and Albin's score. Some of the cues have appeared in other films. That's it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with the Gavin Walker and Ogaijin Midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Thanksgiving Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You can see track listings and downloads for past episodes along with a few places to subscribe to the Exploding Head Movies podcast, which is available via Apple Music, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. Exploding Hemovies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100air, on Instagram, it is myopic man, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next Monday, we'll look at the recent indie horror film Porno, though I did find a copy of the score to the recent VIF film Possessor, so we might juggle a few things around. Then for the week of Halloween, it is going to be the original Ghostbusters also found some dark ambient tracks so i'll juggle some ideas before november rolls around behind me this is art blakey and the jazz messengers with the title track to the 1966 album buttercorn lady art blakey's on drums and he's a legend when it comes to the jazz scene reggie johnson's on bass a super young keith jarrett is on piano here before he broke off and went solo frank mitchell's on tenor sax and then chuck mangione is on trumpet we'll close with some actual blur and this song appeared on the 2000 Best Of compilation, and it grooves on a Tony Allen vibe. Gives him a shout-out at the end, and Tony Allen did actually collaborate with Damon Albarn with acts like The Good, The Bad, and The Queen. And Tony Allen died earlier this year. Here's Blur with Music Is My Radar, and I hope it's your radar too. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. And thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you have had a good Thanksgiving.
Coming up next, an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with host Gavin Walker. Some references to events, birthdays, and the weather may be time-sensitive, but at its heart, the show is all about jazz and its players. With that in mind, stay safe, enjoy the sounds, and we hope to be back live into your ears very soon. Enjoy.